Hey crew. Yeah. A lot of my students ask if you've ever taken ceramics. <laughs> oh, if if I had taken ceramics, they would know me as a famous ceramicist, like an icon, yes. like the the Jimi Hendrix of ceramics. Also, if I did take ceramics, I would definitely take it at Brooklyn Clay, <laughs> where they have all the glazes you could possibly want and wonderful teachers who really know how to make your time there special. Like me? I was talking about the other teachers, but yeah, I guess. Hi, hello, hi. Welcome back to the Ceramics Podcast. My name is Cami Klamako, or welcome to the Ceramics Podcast. My name is Cami Klamako, and I love when you finished a piece. You're so excited about it. It's bone dry. You're about to put it in the kiln. It's huge, right? It's, it's light as a feather, and like you perfectly, you just hit it, right? You posted a picture on Instagram. Everyone you know is like, whoa, way, yay, heart eyes, heart eyes, heart emoji, heart emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. And so you're like, man, this thing's going to be sick. So you pick it up and you're putting it two feet away in your kiln. You're just lowering it in. And one of the parts, you just squeeze it. You just like squeeze it just a little too hard. Like you love it too much. You're like lowering it and then the, it, the piece falls off hits you in the face and gives you a black eye for a week. Yeah. Anyway, thousand pieces, starting over, starting over, starting over. Excited, excited, excited. I've been talking about these pieces, these big pieces I've been making in my studio for literally one year and I have zero to show for them. Zero, zero finished. About a year ago, I had a studio visit with Gus and he kind of suggested to make the pieces that I was making in porcelain bigger and I was like you're dumb that's a stupid idea I'm not doing that and then I went to the show at the Met where I saw all these big pots made by all these old men and I was like you know what Gus is smart I'm gonna do it I just like started making some you know throwing coils on big bases and at first the craftsmanship was sort of not great uh, I was getting a lot of cracks and, you know, the shape, I couldn't really control the clay and, you know, they were just like beginning, beginner problems. And then, you know, as time went on, I got better at making them, less cracking, thinner, uh, less trimming. But I finished maybe four of them and they just lack what I like to call uh, beauty or um, likability or attractiveness in general. You know, and I've had people over to the studio and you know, they a couple people have seen them and then the first things they say are, oh, what do you think? Which means uh, they don't look great. Aside from that, you know, I like, have had a lot of hit and misses. Like I've lost a couple pieces. One of the pieces came out of the kiln and it looked so bad that uh, I actually was like, super depressed like why am I doing this and I just took a couple days off to cool down really and re-evaluate where I was with this with these big pots and after a couple days I decided no I'm I'm like really far in there's no reason to quit now like there's just no reason to stop so I decided to keep going and uh, actually they got much better after that once I took the pressure of every single pot 
isn't going to be great. Like we know that. I already know that. And I've known that since I started working with ceramic. Not every piece is going to be the piece. Some of them are going to be bad. And for every one good piece, there's like six bad ones um, or six one, six that are just not as good or whatever the case may be. So I, once I got back to it, after like my mental breakdown, I decided to get what I've always wanted, which is a Laguna spray booth. And I'm really excited about it. And I'll be excited about it for the next eight to 10 weeks as I wait for delivery. So yeah, I'm excited. Like I can't wait to get the booth. You know, sometimes you just have to invest in yourself and that's what it is. It's a huge expense. And my friend was like, are you gonna make any money back from it as like a way of being like, yes, you should buy it. And I was like, seriously, I have no idea. And he said, yeah, then don't buy it. And then I was like, no, I'm buying it anyway. So that's the story. And I'm so excited. But so if you know anyone at Laguna, like speed it up, Laguna, golly. So let's talk about the podcast. Well, you may have noticed by now that my co-host, Gustav Hamilton, is absent and unfortunately, I'm sorry to say that he is going to be absent for just a little bit. He's had to go help out with a family emergency. Uh, Gus, I hope you're doing all right. And uh, we miss you a lot. <clears throat> you know, Gus um, does contribute a lot to the podcast. He, uh, he does show up. Um, he, uh, God, I'll think of it. Um, he shows up and uh, he contributes. Um, I'm just kidding. But with you absent, it's going to give me an opportunity to make fun of you behind your back, which I love doing. And um, But I'll miss doing it to your face. But a lot of people have offered to help pitch in, which I'm really, really happy about. You know, Gus and I talked about it and we wanted to keep the podcast going. So it just didn't fizzle out forever. So yeah, he is coming back. Don't worry, you'll get cussed, whatever. God, whatever. He's funny, okay, I get it. But you got me and I'm sorry. Ugh. All right, anyway, let's um, move on. And all that said, on today's podcast, we have Christian Moses. Christian was a student of mine at Brooklyn Clay and he still works out of Brooklyn Clay. He is literally the coolest person you'll ever meet. Don't even bother. Don't even bother trying to compare yourself. It's not going to work out for you. Uh, he's that awesome. It's it's really fun to talk to Christian because, you know, he's just sort of starting out in clay. He did the Brooklyn Clay residency and he's really excited about clay. Like you remember, for those of you who are uh, jaded and who are misanthropic, nihilistic, um, and straight up bummer about the ceramics part of your life now. Remember when you just started out and how excited you were and how you wanted to know everything and the more you knew, the like better your work got and how fun it was to just have all this information and just be able to make what's in your head instead of the clay controlling you, you're controlling the clay and, and that excitement and the involvement in the community and all the things you did to just get as much ceramics as you can. Well, that's where Christian is right now. And it's so fun. It's so fun to watch. It's so fun to like be a part of. It's, it was great being his teacher and I'm excited about his work. He's been working for several years now and his new work is straight up beautiful. He is working on a series of figures. You know, he's turning these everyday 
characters that he's either that are amalgam of people that he grew up with or maybe people he knows but he's turning these like people into icons and a lot of his work is about fashion and um, moments in fashion blips in fashion and how important they were how those moments in fashions are basically a proustian madeleine like when you talk about fashion like you know everything comes back around so if you just hang on long enough it'll you'll see it again but also you know when you when you think about or look back on oh the time of this or the time of that or this brand or then it brings you back to the music of that time, of the politics, of all the things that are a part of a part of culture and how important fashion is to culture. Also, you know, how important it is to take your heroes and, you know, sort of honor them. Anyway, this conversation with Christian is just, just like a conversation we would have any other day. So enjoy that aspect of it. And like, you're just going to fall in love with him. So welcome to the club. Here he is, Christian Moses. Okay, thanks for being on the Ceramics Podcast. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, Gus, couldn't be here next time. Well, Gus... Okay, let's talk about, oh, you were in my class. Our teacher. I know, right? That's so fun. Remember, do you remember quarantine? How fucking crazy that was? Yeah, that shit was scary, honestly. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That shit was horrifying. I know, it really was bananas. And I think you were like in my first class, like right when quarantine ended. Wait, really? Yeah, I feel like it, no? Holy shit. I mean, I have no idea because we just like, on a whim, we were just like, yeah, let's try ceramics. So That's you crazy. and your girlfriend were like sitting at home, yeah. like, like the world. Literally. And then we, I think we, Brooklyn, like we, Brooklyn Clay opened up and um, yeah, like you, you were in like one of the first classes. It was like awesome. Also, that's so brave because people still weren't even leaving their houses. Yeah. I mean, like. We had to get out. Yeah. <laughs> Some people did. Yeah. Some people were like, I will literally gonna die. Like, emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was time to go. That's crazy, though, because that was also... You were my first ceramics teacher. <laughs> that's right. So that's sick that it was, like, the first classes <laughs> since they opened. That's sick. Did you... Oh, yeah. Why did you guys even take ceramics anyway? Like, how did you think of it? Um, I had kind of wanted to do ceramics for a while because I had gone to Japan and visited this like ceramics shop and didn't get any ceramics. Right. Only got a bandana. (laughs) But I remember like they had like a bowl, like a huge bowl that was like a little terrarium and they had like tiny fish in it. And I took pictures, and I was like, this shit is insane. This shit is so insane. Like, I remember looking at it and being like, like, everything in the store and just being like, somebody made this. (laughs) Like, this is insane. That's crazy. I was also like, ah, $100? (laughs) 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 Now, look at you now. I'm like, got you, got you, got you, got you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, $100, done. Like, 
cheap for that. Like, you're like, oh, you're going to get half of a cup for $100. You know, like, yo, so crazy. I really want to go back, though, because it seemed like it was like, it looked like, from looking at the pictures now, right? it looks like it's a store that's like run by the people that make it. They have like oh. this crazy sign where like, it is like one of the pots that's like in the store. Oh, oh, I love it. It was cool. Yeah, it? that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, where you're like, oh, that must be a pot shop. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a pot on the pot, side. Yeah, they're like, bing. Uh, okay, so you went to Japan, which is crazy. So talk to me about your trip to Japan. Like, why, why did you, why Japan? I just wanted to go to Japan for like a really long time. I like, I don't know, I feel like most people in like my age group are like, weebs we were like programmed to be weebs by cartoon network what's and a like, weeb weebs are like okay the, so it, it can get really dark but oh cool the like not dark <laughs> side like or not yeah like the not dark part of it and like the part of it that i'm talking about is just like um people who are like obsessed with japanese animation right because we had like Cartoon Network had this, like, segment called Toonami, where, like, all yeah. they played... Was Jap- Japan. Yeah. Right? That was it. So, like, yeah. that, like, ended up being, like, our childhood cartoons. That's so like, fun. Like, I caught the tail end of, of Looney Tunes. Right. And then, like, most of my childhood was, like, Japanese animation. So, like, that was, like, the root of interest in Japan. But then, when I was... <laughs> When I began to learn how to read, my my dad was, like, a crazy library person. He, like, before the library was mailing books, he had the library mailing books to him. Yeah. And he would, like, pick, like, shogun stories and, like, oh, all this, like, sick. random, like, Japanese history stuff and would just be like, here, here, take this. And I'd be like, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, whoa, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was That's like, kind of random. Yeah, I mean, like, I think he, like, saw, like, that I was interested in, like, Oh, that's And he sweet. was like, oh, okay, cool. He would do, like, a lot of, like, fun shit like that. Like, he, he would, like, buy us video games, like, role-playing video games to just, like, sit down and watch the story. Like, Sims? Is that no, a no, no. one? Like, like, Dragon Quest, like... Random, oh, like, like D and D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so okay. that he could sit and watch the story like it was TV. Like he would, like, <laughs> he would, like sit by. He'd be like, "Here's this game. Here's a PlayStation. Like, go crazy." Just, like, <laughs> he was read like all this into shit. it. <laughs> yeah. but he wouldn't play. But he wouldn't play. No, he didn't care about playing. He just wanted to see the story development. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. Shout out, shout out to my dad. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It sick is really weird. Yeah. My. My dad was, like, my dad bought me a Nintendo for some reason. I don't Hell know why. Yeah. And then yeah. he would just watch me play. Yeah. And then he just got bored of it and, like, stopped. But you grew up in Fort Greene. Yeah, I grew up in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Yeah, now, now I guess, like, the border has moved over. So, but I I've, I grew up on, like, the border of Fort Greene and Clinton Hill. Okay. But now Google Maps says it's clinton hill only okay i'll beef with that uh-huh three There's, i'm three blocks from fort green park that's <laughs> some real estate 
It's real, yeah. Yep. Some sneaky real yeah, estate. Yeah, some sneaky real estate. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. It's so weird, like, because because I grew up in Cleveland, well, not even in Cleveland, like, outside in yeah. a suburb, like, when you when I meet kids that grew up in New York, they tell me the craziest stories <laughs> about, like, growing up in New York. You know, like, like, riding on a skateboard and having, like, the bus pull them up Fifth Avenue yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so wild. Like, what's, like, your most growing up in New York story? Um, like the New Yorkiest thing that you know <laughs> just can't happen anywhere else. I feel like there's a lot. Like it's probably like everything. Yeah, like I don't know. I I've seen a lot of silly shit. I remember like there before Fort Greene Park was like renovated. I re- I do remember this like moment. I was like walking home, and it was like late winter so like it was getting kind of warm out it was like 50 degrees yeah i just i'm walking down the block towards myrtle i just see this dude running up the block in a in a in a tank top and shorts just like (laughs) just keeping his like breath and i was like holy shit and i like moved out the way i was like a tiny kid and then like i kept walking and then I see this like fat cop running after him, and I remember just being like, "You're not catching him! You're not catching him! He's gone! He's you gone!" Yeah, I was like a tiny oh. kid. You like to fuck because it was like Bloomberg. It was like Bloomberg, New York, and like Stop and Frisk was around. So like we yeah. were getting harassed by the cop. I mean, we still are. Like, but like, yeah, as from from like childhood, just been like yelling at those people. Yeah. So like, like he's gone. It's pretty funny. He was really gone though. Like I, because <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he like running from? Far. Yeah, it was like it's like cartoon shit. Like I was like, yo, what is this dude running from? That's crazy. Like he's gone. And then I get halfway down the block, and then the cop, like it, he was really gone. Like I was just like, yo, you are not catching him. Like he is out. <laughs> like that shit was like you like you're like. Dude, you don't see that? Like, no, I I, like I'm like nine yeah. and I see that. It's like, dude, you, you can't, can't even see, see him that. now. Like, he's Keep gone. Going. Like, I was just like, yo, why are you even running? Like, that's crazy. That's pretty funny. So is that? I mean, I've I seen a rat fall into dough before. <laughs> into like, like a dough press. <laughs> what? That shit was crazy. In like a pizza shop? No, it was, it was really sad. It was like. Oh, no. It was sadder um, than the last story. <laughs> the, nah, it was like I was walking. It was in the Lower East Side, and there was just like a dough press. It was like open door to a restaurant, and I have no idea what the dough press was for. I just like saw it running, and it was like coming from like the top, almost near the ceiling, going to like waist level. And you see, like from the top, just like a rat on the conveyor belt like eating dough and then just fell into it and then just got like into oh my god <laughs> that shit was crazy that's <laughs> gross that shit was gross yeah god. yeah How, could you imagine working that shift <laughs> nah that shit would be crazy you'd be like I would quit like, <laughs> I would quit I would quit you'd have to clean the whole I mean yeah. it'd be like that shit would be crazy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gross. You have to clean the whole shit. You have to like tell people like, "Yo, 
<laughs> we're closed. Like, don't ask why. Like, yo, we're closed. Sorry. <laughs> that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm trying to think, there's a lot of like dumb shit that I've seen. There's there's shit. like one thing that happened to me in the subway once. I was co- I was like coming back real late at night, and some like Polish guy. I was and I was in Greenpoint, and mm-hmm. it was like a long time ago. It was very very Polish. He was, it was dead of winter and he didn't have a jacket. He just had a tank top covered in splats of blood. Word. <laughs> and then he just, and he had like, you know, like satin, satin sweatpants, satin like jogger pants. And Damn. he like was like, he kept like trying to talk to me and he just kept like, <laughs> he was replaying the scene of the fight to me. And he just kept saying over and over, who's the big dog now? <laughs> <laughs> so for like years years and years i'll just like sometimes like i'll be in class and i'll be like who's the, who's the big, big dog, dog now but <laughs> he just Yo, be like oh long like he live just, that dude long like live over that. and over guy. he must That's have been crazy. like on drugs also big fight yeah. also like adrenaline just like just adrenaline right Who's the big dog? He won too, clearly. Yeah, something. Some and then he the just kept laughing now, a little bit, like, <laughs> Holy shit. like it was wild. It Holy was so shit. crazy. That's funny. Yeah, it was so stupid. But it's like one of those things. Like I've lived here for like twenty years, and it's like one yeah. of the things that stands out the most. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, you never know. Yeah, there's a lot of silly shit. I remember, like, when I graduated high school, I like for no reason and every reason at all went on world star and then just like found this video of like somebody throwing a trash can in a stall like somebody was like sitting in the stall and they just like picked up the trash can and threw it at the kid and i was like oh that's so fucked up and then i was like wait wait that's my high school what <laughs> i was like yo that's art and design that's crazy <laughs> I was like, this shit would happen at fucking art and design. This shit is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, yeah, a lot of shit. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, don't get me started on art and design. The the whole, this whole episode will be about this high school. art and design. <laughs> this shit was crazy, man. This is a crazy ass high school. So you got out of high school. What did you do? Like, um, you were just like, all right, here I am, world. Type, yeah. I mean, like, I, I got out of high school and then I was like, I guess I'll go to community college because, like, college was bread and I didn't want to take out a loan. Yeah. And I went to community college for two-ish years, like, one and a half. And my friend, my friend, shout out Caleb, love you, was also in BMCC at the same time. And we were like, yo, fuck this shit. (laughs) We're out. Like, yo, fuck this and just left because it just felt like a continuation of high school and it was like why am I here like yeah so I left and started doing like photo stuff and thought that my career path was going to be to be a publisher <laughs> a, p- okay. a publisher of photo books okay <laughs> yeah. okay okay I like made zines and like was like the money I was making I was working at like a print shop and we were working like ungodly hours like working like there were shifts that were like 11 to 1 <laughs> and like because uh, we were just like working overtime right and we were like extra cash let's go and like 
all my friends worked there. We had like managed to get everyone hired, so it was just like city. so fun. Yeah, yeah, the show was hilarious. But and then someone's like, "We really got to get this done." Yeah, <laughs> like one person, you're like, "Shut up!" Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, I'm like speaker blasting like dumb shit. But all of that money ended up like going to uh, continued ed classes at ICP. I was like, "Yo, I may as well like just take like." specific classes like how to make a book like uh, like publishing in and outs and like all of that type of shit yeah i see so i had done that and i still like bookmaking but um, ceramics is more fun <laughs> yeah right it is <laughs> it, it's cl- it's a little dirtier uh bookmaking's pretty good though so then you had a skateboard like what was up with the skateboard company Oh, yeah. (laughs) So when did that happen? That was at the same time. We were, my friend Juan, we were working at the print shop and just, like, making, like, silly money for that age. And we had, like, in high school, I had, like, done, like, you know, like, random shit to get money, like, we were selling like stickers like i was selling stickers we took like a screen printing class and i would get like the gildans and like screen print my baby picture on their shirt and be like who wants this for 20 dollars <laughs> <laughs> like just like dumb shit you know they were like, <laughs> it was silly awesome. it, it was really silly because it was like i wasn't popular you know but like i feel like i was known like people knew who i was right because i was like silent so it was like if people were close to me, they knew me, and I had a lot of friends that were popular, but I wasn't, like, limelight person. Right. I used to wear, like, all black. <laughs> it was, like, all black and white shoes and just, like... Disappear. Yeah. Unless I was in a class with somebody that I knew, in which case I was a really bad student. Shout out my teachers. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so... Were you just, like, shy, or were you just, like, trying to figure it out, or, like... Yeah, I was also kind of going through it. I was, like, shy, trying to figure shit out, also just kind of going through it. Like, my dad had passed away when I was 16. Oh, sorry to hear that. It's okay. It's, It's like, so long ago, you're, like... (laughs) Yeah, it it happened a long time ago, but I was, like, after that, I was, like, I don't talk to... Like, you know, like, you're already emo when you're a kid, and then, like, when you see some shit, you're, like, nah, like, I'm not talking to anybody i was like yo i'm not talking to anybody like hanging out which like i don't know it was it was silly it was i'm like it was the best of times it was the worst <laughs> well of times. no like that's that's crazy like yeah when your whole world like changes so fast like mm-hmm. the world as you know it it doesn't matter like really what age because yeah but when you're 16 and you're just like yeah everything's so bad anyway yeah hard and yeah. weird yeah, anyway hard, but i had good support system and good friends that's good yeah i mean i thank god right yeah or else yeah who knows like who knows yeah yeah be kind to your friends (laughs) (laughs) especially if they're going through a hard time yeah so you're at those you're at the print shop working and then you're like all right i'm zines and then you're like silkscreen class and you're then skateboards yeah yeah, kind of all at once. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was silly. It was like, I was, I don't know, my mom, like, 
was like, fuck this, like, dropping out shit. He was like, dude, you got to figure some shit out. And I was like, you're right. And I was just like, you know what? Like, the only way I'm going to convince her that I'm, like, good with dropping out and not have her just be like, get out of my house, you know, is to be like, I'm going to create a curriculum. Like, I was like, yo, I'm going to create a curriculum. Like, I'm going to figure shit out and, like, present it to her. And, like, I mean, like, my mom, too, like, she's always been, like, real supportive and, like, will always tell me, she's like, yo, you're, like, a planner. Like, when you, she's like, a lot of, (laughs) she'll be like, a lot of the shit you say is bullshit, (laughs) but when you give me a plan, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you got that. Like, go ahead. So, shout out to her for trusting me. So, did she, like, I mean, when you were, like, I mean, I'm sure she wasn't, like, super thrilled about dropping out of school either, right? Yeah, no. She still isn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's just now come around. <laughs> well, I mean, things are kind of, like, going pretty good. <laughs> yeah, things are good. <laughs> I mean, all yeah. things considered, yeah. <laughs> I think it's looking pretty good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, right? So the trip to Japan was really inspirational in yeah, a weird way. For sure. So sure. all of it feels like, like, it feels like the trip to Japan, the escape, like, it feels like it's all part of, like, this big kind of cultural thing yeah, that you were doing, sure. like, this, like, f- you know, like, if you're, like, putting the pieces together to build, uh, like, building blocks of, like, an artist, I mean, that would be yeah, for sure. what I it mean, is, like, and, like, yeah, yeah, you know, skateboarding is, like, I feel like, whether you like whether you want to go into art or not skateboarding really puts like design in your face like almost everything is an ad and then like things that aren't ads are just like art and then you have like stickers like everybody like there are hot brands and like people will get the hot brands or they won't and it's not like other it's not like it's not skateboarding brands or like skateboarding ads or they're not like Nike ads. They're like, no. well, now they are. <laughs> well, oh, no, that's but, like, true. It's still cool. Like ESP. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's but. But they're not but like historically. Nike ads still, yeah. Historically, you're not. It's like a style, like yeah. a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's like not a, corporate. Yeah, it's like yeah. a hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. So much like collage involved. Like. So many, like, actual artists involved and, like, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. It's always been important to skateboarding, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, it all goes together. Because you have, like, you put all these, like, kids together and, like, <laughs> a lot of them don't have fucking jobs. And, like, we're all sitting around and it's like, yo, let's make some <laughs> art. Like, yo, let's fucking, let's go skate. Like, oh, I drew up this sticker idea. Like, all this dumb shit. Even just, like, us making stickers and, like, shirts, it's, like all intertwined like it's like skateboarding music fashion triangle right and it's like it at least when i was skating i mean i'm sure it's still the same way but like it's such a like hub (laughs) you know it's just like so many people you meet so many people you know like I was able to go, I was able to go to Japan because I skateboarded, you know? Oh, like, no. It was like, you know, one, we 
have a friend, Taito, who was from Japan and then went to Hawaii working and then went to New York and was just like working and living here. And like we were buddies and then he moved back to Japan. And then we met a friend, Masa, who's also from Tokyo, but was living in uh, New York at the time. And like, I was like, yo, fuck this shit. Like, I was trying to make everybody go to Tokyo, and it just wasn't happening. And I was like, fuck this shit, I'm gonna just buy the ticket. Like, a couple of people bought the ticket with me, Masa being one of them. Yeah. So, like, I was like, comfortable. Like, you know, like, we're gonna go back. We stayed in, like, the neighborhood where his grandma lives, and, like, it was like I was comfortable. Like right. we were like okay. Like so, you had like Japanese people yeah, that could that, speak the, like that take show yeah, you yeah. what's what. Yeah, that yeah, helps yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. And like, yeah, there, like you meet people here. You meet people like, yeah, it's just like that. Like I don't know. You can meet in like one random day when you're like, let's go to the skate park. You could meet like a person from any part of the world who's like yeah i'm going back like if you ever need a place to stay like hit me up you know yeah like it was such a hub it was like such a like key part of my development as a kid also probably why i'm like kind to people (laughs) (laughs) oh like yeah ironically right right? yeah i mean like yeah i mean (laughs) yeah right that's like yeah. unexpected yeah like an unexpected side effect yeah yeah if like i mean like there are level-headed people and then like dummies in every yeah. field i'm like oh and ceramics like no <laughs> but no no ceramics like seems particularly sweet in this really weird way like i'm like whoa like it feels like it's not touched by dummies yet <laughs> no. also don't know that much so yeah i don't know i it's it's not that it's that it's that there's so many different like aspects to it that people mm. i think there's like you know people like are can be snobby about mm. like the work like well that's only that she only does that or they only do uh, that or he only does that ooh. you know what i mean <laughs> well he doesn't yeah. do this and yeah whatever so there's i think there's a little bit of that but i think like everything has that right yeah like, for sure it's not like yeah. specific to ceramics yeah yeah there are dummies everywhere yeah crazy yeah 100 <laughs> percent. you're in like so you're in the ceramics class and you were just like okay this is like the best thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> <laughs> i'm paraphrasing <laughs> wait <laughs> yo i like i i was thinking it, it was funny because I whenever I try a new thing I try to get like a troop of people to go with me so I took the class with um, Patricia and our friend Kristen and like part of part of it being like super amazing was just that we were all just like look at our cool crocs <laughs> and the other part we were just like yo Cammy is sick <laughs> like we were like yo this shit is sick like did not first of all did not expect to have a teacher with tattoos. I don't know oh. why. I, I don't know why. That was just my preset bias. I was just like, I don't know. It's going to be a ceramic teacher. Like, <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, well, I like, like, who do you get? Yeah, I was like, like what am gonna I going to get? Yeah. Oh. And yeah, you were sick. I was trash. Like, it was 
it's so hard. But I also didn't go into it thinking it was going to be easy. Right. But I did go in thinking, I was like, yo, I'm going to make, like, huge sculptures. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yo. six weeks. You're like, I have six weeks. And I'm paying a million dollars for this class. No studio hours, too. Like, (laughs) Oh, my God, right? So you have three hours a week to. Yeah. To make this gigantic thing, like. No way. But that's when I like that's what when you you showed me a picture of this thing you wanted to make, and I oh, yeah. I kind of remember the picture. I remember it was like I feel like it was like an upside down hat or something. Um, oh wow, you do remember? Yeah, I have really a well. good memory about yeah. like. Well. And then I was like, and you were like one of the only people in, in my history of teaching at like community centers that was like that came to me with like a real like I was like. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was like, oh, he's like really for real. Like, he's like for real. Like, this isn't like I, he like knows what's up. Do you know what I mean? No way. That's so funny because I remember like I was going to show you. I, it took me two weeks to show it to you. And Patricia was like, yo, just fucking show it to her. Like, yo, relax. Just show it to her. And I was like, okay, she's going to think I'm annoying. <laughs> And you were like, you were like, did you go to art school? And I was like, oh, oh. Well, I didn't know because yeah. like. <laughs> it looked, you know, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like, and I don't want to say that it looked like, like, it looked like you knew what you were talking, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's amazing. That's, that's nice you know, like, I was like, oh, nobody no, comes in with like, first of all, I don't like, I have very, very few like art minded people. Mm-hmm. Like I probably will cut this from the podcast, but, <laughs> but like very few people that do art, like come through. Yeah. Right. So then if someone comes to you, out of like in two years or three <laughs> years and they're like with a fucking idea you're like oh my <laughs> god how can i help like you're i was so excited you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. it's so exciting yeah i definitely i remember like showing it to you because it was like a crazy fucking like a weird ass like bowl with a bowl inside and like you were like yeah, let me show you how to and you just like sat down and made the shape and I remember being like I don't want to do that. Like <laughs> I was like that's crazy like the way that and like now I understand with the wheel like how like sight and oh, hand yeah. connect. Like now right. I can look at something and be like okay and then like do it, but like I remember being like this is insane. Like that you can just look at a drawing and just like like it's here like i was like holy shit i remember that was like driving that was a driving moment i was like holy shit i that's sick that's really sick (laughs) and then from the class then you started like make you took more another class yeah i took another class and then and then another class yeah took the online your online hand building class right 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 i did like a at-home membership Right. Oh, so you took the wheel home. Yeah, I took the wheel home because I was like, yo, this is like around the same-ish price, but like I can just go forever. And did you practice at home? Did you actually use it? Hell yeah. How'd it go? Hell yeah. It was sick. I like, I would get up like around six, go downstairs, drag the wheel out. I like put it under the, um, I have like a weird like not bar it looks like it's a bar right. thing in my house so it was like under that now i drag it out 
wedge clay on a cutting board that I retired. (laughs) (laughs) And then just like go at it. Like I I like that. Go at it. I love that. I love that. Like that you're like a cutting board that I retired. Like I would just wash it and use it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like sorry. I was washing it. Like I'm pretty gross. I was washing it, and then I was like. I don't know if I, should. I was like, I don't know Can if it's like a good. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna ask because I don't want people to know I'm wedging on a cutting board. But so you were really like, you're really yeah. like at home. I was yeah, I was at home just like going at it. I mean like roof a load. I worked at the Strand and they had done this shit where like they hired. They're I'm we're unionized. Technically, I'm still in the UAW. I think, but um they had done this thing where like managers aren't a union so they had hired only managers so like managers couldn't not come in because then they would just be terminated right and then we were just like when everybody started going back we were still unemployed like they never called us back and that unemployment money was hidden i was like you know what that shit was hidden i was like wow (laughs) i was like you know what cool like don't call me back please right so i was just at home it's kind of like i know i i think i've mentioned it before but it's like bittersweet right like yeah there's so much bad it's there's so much but there was so much bad in the world but then like I just had all this money yeah. and time. And time. Yeah. It was like the best. Yeah. So many people figured their shit out, yo. I A mean, lot of I people figured sure their shit out. For sure did. Yeah. For yeah. sure. It was like tragic, but I'm like lucky. Yeah. Yeah. It was lucky. But yeah, it was sick. I, I would like go at it till like five. And then, oh, wow. Yeah, I would just go. Because it was like the cleanup process was so intense. Like yeah. I had to like, I had to... Because in in my house, it's like wooden floors. So I would have to mop the floors, wait, mop again with like the wood cleaner, and then polish the floors every time I threw. Oh, my God. So I would just be sitting down forever because I was like, yo, if I'm going to do this shit, like... If you're going to well clean just, up. Yeah, if I'm going to clean up, I may as well. Just and like... like I, had to, I, had, I had like a... A plastic basin yeah. so that clay didn't get in my sink. Oh, and like, yeah, it yeah. It was like the longest cleanup process. Like, I was just like, may as well just sit down forever and do this. Did you have the? Did you have the wheel in a swimming pool or no? In a kiddie pool? Was no. Somebody else. That's somebody else. That sounds that sick. So though. crazy. But you were in your kitchen. Yeah, I was in my kitchen. Wow. Yeah. It was really funny. It was really sick. It was really sweet. I like miss it but i don't miss it like right i don't ever want to clean up that long <laughs> like, yeah right like now at brooklyn like somebody cleans for you it's awesome yeah okay so then did the residency at brooklyn clay which was so good it was so sick. like it changed your whole it did. like yeah. so talk about what happened it was so sick um i saw that the residency was there and like i had never gotten like I don't know, like an award, grant, residency, anything, you know? And I was like, hmm, like, the let me try this. I had, like, a vase. I had one vase that I had made in your hand-building class. And then, like, I was doing 
um, I was making money on uh, commissions for the like Snoopy mug that I made and then like the patchwork mug. So I had a few variations of that. Yeah. I remember there was this one day uh, Andrew and Kyle were talking in the studio like late night and I had a glazing appointment. I came in and like naturally I went next to them because I was like, they're cool. <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, yeah, they are let, me, cool. let me just like work next to them just so I can like be around them. And Kyle was like, you know, we have a residency, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, did you apply? And I was like, no. And he was like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> Yo, apply. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know what? Like, if somebody told me that, and like, I knew he was a resident too, so I was like, I mean, if he's saying like, to apply, then yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck you have to shit. apply. Like, yeah, yeah, let me apply. Like, let me do this. And then like, yeah, with the help of my friends, with writing and putting shit together, asking like what I should put in, what I shouldn't put in. Another reason you should be kind to your friends. <laughs> um, yeah. I got the residency, and then it was a big amount of space we put like the wheel in there because i was still nervous to throw in the studio right because i was like okay i have this like accolade but i can't really throw like i was like i can make my shape oh yeah right? yeah so i was like so the expect you were like worried about the expectations yeah i was like and i had i had the, the i mean one- i get it because kyle yeah. Kyle was ahead of Kyle was like, yeah, and he's yo, like, yeah, Master and then like Potter. Andrew's in the other, yeah. no, thing. they're making it, like, yeah, that would be really... six foot pots. I'm like, yo, yeah, I was like, rough, yo, this yeah. is crazy. And then like, yeah, it was. <laughs> and you're I like, mean, here's you like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like five inches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, here's this heavy cup with <laughs> Snoopy and a, the Yankees logo on it. I'm like, my bad, but. <laughs> And, like, I, I, like, as, like, luck would have it, I had the one next to the measuring thing. So, like, people would come by and just, like, yes, watch. See, yeah, like, it was cool. You but, get to, like, keep, like, one. I got to always, like, have, like, one eye over on your <laughs> studio. It's, like, fun to watch. Like, the yeah. change. It was sick. It was so much. Like, it gave me freedom. Like, not having to pay for what I'm firing. And, like, not having to pay for the space gave me so much freedom. Like, before that, it was, like, really... And, like, after it for a while, too, it was really, like, month to month. Like, I was, like, am I going to be able to hold the membership next month? Like, because also in, like, February of that year, unemployment was, like... There was, like, some weird shit where you had to, like send in a form or some shit i forget what it was yeah something happened yeah 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 yeah. and unemployment was like no not him they were like not him yeah so i was just like but you could like fight it was real bad it was was bad bad. yeah and like i i I, like tried to fight it i never saw that money but it so i was like living on commissions and i was like it was like month to month so like not having it be month to month was sick i was like hell yeah like would just like sell a couple things that way when my credits run out I can pay for that and then like it started like the multitasking aspect of how I work actually right it was like making I was throwing a lot of shit to sell and then I was like 
let me try sculpture like let me try like making like a hand-built vase or like all this other like crazy shit and then you cast something too oh yeah yeah, yeah. my like cup- idea to get in i was like yo i'm gonna cast hennessy bottles <laughs> i'm gonna cast a bunch of hennessy bottles and that was really sick yeah 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 that should change that should completely change the way that i work 100 percent. completely right? change the work the way that i work or look at it like you're yeah. expand like everything sort of expanded for you I think. yeah yeah like, from like dk then you started thinking about like decals and like yeah it was really cool because it was like my part of the residency was having anders and gus as like resources like it was just like they were both just like ask me questions yeah and i was like cool (laughs) you want me to i got a lot of questions (laughs) let me me ask you a question who between you and i now who do you think asks Gus more questions about <laughs> ceramics every single day? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> kind of, it might be me. I don't know. Because I ask <laughs> a lot. A lot, a lot. Every, I st- yeah, I still ask everyone questions to this day. I know. That's what I like about <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah, I like you. You have like a You have a style to ask your question, too. You're like... <laughs> You like kind of come up and you're like, you like test the water. You like put a toe, <laughs> dip a toe in, <laughs> test the water, see what kind of mood they're in. Oh and God, then you you're like, oh, can I ask you a question? And you're like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> you're so funny. Um, yeah, no, that's how, I mean, that's how, it, that's how it's done. Like, yeah. that's yeah. what I do even. Yeah. I just text. You just don't yeah. see it. <laughs> Ah. I just text people. Yeah. Um, hey, what about how do I? Yeah. How much do I? How much of this? Yeah. Okay. I'm so, paying back for it now. Now that now I people teach. are asking you yeah, questions. Yeah. Now I'm getting so many oh, questions. Yeah. Paying back for it. I like it though. I like yeah. answering it when it's not like, "Where's my thing?" <laughs> <laughs> like that's, I don't know. Like, that's the worst question. <laughs> like I don't even know what your thing yeah. looks like. Did you check the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> like, like what thing? <laughs> you made like fifteen things. <laughs> what one? And also, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, so. Let's talk about the cops. Like, how did they get... God, I want... I have so many questions. How did they get me? (laughs) No, like, let's talk about your first sale. That's, like, the best, right? That is the best feeling. Yeah, that was a really good feeling. It was, like, kind of out of necessity because I had just taken the second class and then, like, I made a set of, like, silly cups with, like, flowers in them. They were, like, marbled. And then had, like, these little flowers in them. And I was like, how am I going to take another class? (laughs) Like, I guess I can sell these, (laughs) like. And I sold them to my friend, Vanessa. She had, like, hit me up and was like, how much? And I was like, 100. She was like, yeah, cool. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. I was like, wow, this is sick. Like, people actually, like, value things that you make. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> right? It's crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's still crazy. It's still crazy. Honestly, like, I'll it's be so making It's so crazy shit. when somebody wants somebody, a piece of your work, right? Yeah, it's fucking it's so, crazy. It's like such an honor. Yeah, I'll, like, if I'm, like, doing anything new, like, right now I'm doing new things and I'm, like, sitting down, like, 
nobody's gonna want this but it's like something you want it like yeah it's crazy it's it's so crazy it's really nice but yeah fantastic feeling then like first like in-person sale yeah crazy yes that okay. was sick tell me that was so sick i i had it was um hester street fair shout out hester street fair and i just had like a really good oh wait no no, no. Woo. scratch no it was playground shout out playground shout out hester street fair as well <laughs> but no, no no playground coffee shop best uh um my friends Jalen and Zanat had reached out to me to sell shit. <laughs> and I was like, um Inside the coffee shop. So they were doing like a thing for their greenhouse. They have like this greenhouse and like it had just they were like just culminating it, like just getting the plants in and shit. So it was like right outside and like at a friend DJing and I was just like on the curb. Like I was just on yeah. the curb with the table. Sweet. And like some shit. And it was sick. It was so sick. I remember like I got cleaned out. I got cleaned out that day. And I was just like, holy shit. This is insane. I got showed a lot of love. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out everybody who came. Yeah. That's so really cool. Sweet. I feel like that's like when you have one of those like, oh, I can maybe like Oh. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I can do this. I was yeah, like, I can yeah. do this. I was like, you yeah, know, this what? maybe like, like Yeah. And, like, what's so crazy, too, another reason to be, like, kind to everyone is that, like, I've met, like, so many people that were, like, there were a lot of people who came where, like, I have friends that I've had forever come, like, Kyle came, and then, like, I had met new people that I work with now, and, like, so many people that have, like, changed my life in other ways, like, somebody uh, came and bought a cup who ended up being a person that runs a another fair who like invited me to that fair and like that shit was amazing and right. like yeah it was sick it was really cool and it was nice to like be doing it at a place that I know with people that I know that is like you know like yeah. it was really sweet it was really sweet <laughs> so then what about the one then has then Then next one you didn't know like yeah when people then when everybody sees your work you're just like it's so random right that one was crazy because it was like half half of it was like uh because hester street fair had changed the locations and it was the first time since they changed and so it was uh or it is at the seaport which is crazy because i i went to like a random ass like boat camp one year there which was really silly we just like rode on boats and like yeah it was interesting because it was like the first time i had a group of friends that were all blind anyway that's a different story but um (laughs) that's not what i thought you were gonna say it was crazy it was crazy like this one kid looked at me and uh, was like yo like what does the crab look like and i was like it's really cool it's blue and they were like what does blue look like and i was like Whoa. I was like, whoa. But anyway, <laughs> I, I like, I don't know. This kid, like, is like in my head. Like, I think about him all the time. But um, yeah, it was crazy because it was like financial district. So, like, in the morning, there were a lot of like 
financial dudes. And oh, would, finance like, bros. Yeah, they'd pick up my cup and be like, huh, interesting. Put it down, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, I'm going to be here all day. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but then it, it, like, brightened up. There were, like, a lot of people I saw that had, like, already bought my things, and I did, like, meetups with, and, like, right. they, like, came with their roommates, and then there was also this one person, shout out this person, I'm sorry, I don't know your name, but they they were like, I just got here from my flight, <laughs> like, I saw, oh. they had, like, just flown in, and then, like, ran to Hester Street Fair, and then I was like, yo, That's so sweet. I was like, yo, take the ferry to the beach, and back, but take it back when the sun sets on a Friday so you can see the Coney Island uh, fireworks on the ferry. That was my That's my reward <laughs> for coming from your fucking flight to the sale. <laughs> I was like, damn, let me like give this person a lot of like good New York re- recommendations. Yeah, so, right. Oh. Yeah, it was really sweet. I, I felt a lot of love. I was like, holy shit. That's I really, really I think I got cleaned awesome. out at that one too. It's crazy. It was really crazy. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, so what are you working on now? Because I mean, I know what you're working on. <laughs> and I'm so, I love it so much. Thank you. Thank you. So how did you get here? Tell us what you're working on and then so <laughs> and we'll go from there. I'm working on a set of sculptures that are all give or take like a foot and a half tall. And they're all sculptures of people with either Peli Peli jackets or Averex jackets on and then BB belts over their shoulders, which is like an old, I, I can't call it old, but like older New York thing. Like a throwback. Yeah, it's a, it's a real throwback. And what's interesting, what's really interesting is that I'm seeing BB belts coming back right no. now. No just so sick no timing impeccable like it's crazy i was like holy shit but yeah definitely big throwback to like harlem harlem and like brooklyn early early 2000s like concrete cowboy stuff like that is so niche Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think anybody calls it Concrete Cowboy, but that's always how, like, I've seen it. Because it's like, you know, people who, the people who were able to wear Peli Peli Averex and, like, BB belts were getting money. And it was like, they're always outside, you know? And, like, that that was, I think that's what I want to call it. But that, yeah. <laughs> always outside? Oh, no, 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 Concrete Cowboy. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Cause it's like, what a great yeah. title. For those pieces. Thanks. It's almost like you're, or I could say, are you? I can like say <laughs> you are, or I can say, are you obsessed with fashion? Like a little, it seems like yeah, a little bit. For sure. Like I a lot fashion. of it. Okay, yeah, I, I love fashion. I love fashion. Um, I don't necessarily love like mainstream fashion that much. I like keeping my eyes on things. Like I like knowing about fashion stuff i like looking at how people are dressed i feel like that's always been like a big part of growing up in new york you know like everybody is like everybody's like it's a runway you know like everybody's like dressed impeccably even when you're like a skateboarder like 
it, people like you you get fly still like you want like That's shoes true. that look good when you're skating or like you know like a lot also like a lot of like fashion trends were dictated by skateboarding like high waters and like baggy jeans coming back and oh like, my god right like a That's lot of it is like so dictated skateboarding, by skateboarding yeah but also just like there are other things too that are like dictated by hustlers and like dictated by like shit like every day on the street like everybody outside every day like you can see like you can see a uniform and like kind of get a real feel for like what or who a person is you know you can even like look at a uniform and be like they want to be this thing but like i know they're not because x y or z like That's there's a crazy. lot of tells yeah, there's a lot right. of tells like, oh my god it's really cool like fashion is really cool it, like i i was talking to somebody and i was like fashion informs everything because like i get like super excited and just make an opinion and, like stick to it and like i do now recognize that fashion doesn't necessarily inform everything but it informs a lot and it's like I don't know it's really cool it's really fun to like look at somebody like I one of the sculptures has like a the person has a do-rag with the flap over the head he has a tail over the head and like that's just like a real that's like a New York thing like wearing your flap on your head or like wearing your tail on your head I can't really tell you why like I don't really know but like it just is like huh. you know and like BB belt over the shoulder I feel like a handful of people will remember cuz I remember when when I came up with the idea it was first it was a vase and I was like oh, I'm gonna yeah. put the BB belt over the shoulders of the vase yeah I love that too and it was like really that was my idea and then I was like wait what if I just actually like did it <laughs> <laughs> and I remember telling Patricia because like she doesn't know about that or didn't know about that and I was like yeah it's crazy like people used to wear belt. I mean people still do but like I remember there was a particular time when like people would wear belts on their shoulders it would be like a Hermes belt Louis belt BB belt whatever and you would just like wear it over your shoulder maybe like a heavyweight on your waist. like oh, a heavyweight yeah yeah, right? yeah like a heavyweight yes. literally though like it would be like yeah, yeah Cause like that's it's what like, it is, right? I fucking bought this. Like it's like I have this yeah, like five hundred dollar belt. Yeah. I have this thousand dollar belt. Of course. Like blah blah blah, and like wow, that's funny. I never made that. Yeah, I mean, like that makes yeah. sense. It's literally like a heavyweight. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I was trying to like tell her. I was like, yo, let me find pictures. And that's when I realized like <laughs> this shit is like from from early 2000s and that we only had like brick phones and flip phones oh like, yeah yeah from one crunchy picture that i sent to you <laughs> that's so <laughs> the crunchy i mean shit. it's so rare that like you don't see because everything's yeah. so so much information yeah. so it's really like it must it must have been like so so fast yeah it was like, like so a tiny just, moment yeah tiny yeah. moment in fashion yeah you could still find it on like smack dvd but like <laughs> but how do you remember that like why do you remember did you like see someone as a kid and you were like whoa yeah i mean like yeah growing up in brooklyn i saw so many people so many people would like i mean like bb belts were my favorite one and i can't say that i saw so many people with bb belts over their shoulders but like 
But even if you see one. Yeah, it was enough. And like Abrex jackets, to this day, like if you're on Myrtle Ave at like any point of Myrtle Ave, like I feel like you'll find a like, maybe not an Abrex anymore, but like a, a Peli Peli. You'll find somebody with a Peli Peli on. Like I, I feel like my, my um, both of my parents are from Harlem. And my uncle, I feel like, was probably the person that, like, really made the, like, big leather jacket stick for me. Because it's, like, I mean, I always saw it around, but, like, my uncle was my fucking uncle, you know? Yeah. Like, this dude was, like, a comedian, you know? And also, like, a really real person. (laughs) And he had one that was, like, a Muhammad Ali one. Where, like, the back was just Muhammad Ali with his arms up. Oh, so. And I was like, this is the craziest shit. Like, when he was, when he, <laughs> in, like, the summer, when it was, like, in his, because he lived with us for a while. He was, like, in a stretch and had to live with us. And, like, every single summer, when he was outside of the house, I would run to his room and just put on a jacket. No. <laughs> I was like. Oh, my God, that's so cute. And it was, like, a fucking that's... quadruple XL, like. The biggest fucking jacket oh in the God, world. Oh my God, I'm dying. You know, like, put the shit on and be like, yo, this is crazy. That's you so know? funny. I did that with my sister's clothes, too. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Because they were way older than me. Yeah. <laughs> Same. My sister's way older than me, too. I have a funny, like, clothing story with her, too. It was, like, the moment I became, like, fashion conscious. So I used to only wear, like, all black. But, like, I'd only wear champion uh, sweats and champion top before champion was cool like and i remember there was this one day in middle school and the shell toe adidas and like people i don't know like nobody gave a fuck about adidas at that time and like i remember i was in gym i was talking to my friend bianca and her friend who was like really popular came over and was like ew you're talking to him and bianca was like this is my friend and then she was like, he wears the same shit every day. Like, my friend Javon, he was, like, my friend from elementary school, and he was in middle school with me, too. And he was like, ooh, damn. And he was like, yo, bro, we got to go to Medell's. We got to oh. go to Medell's after school. And we went, and I, I bought my first pair of dunks. <laughs> I was like, you what was a like, good damn. friend. Yeah, shout out to Javon. Yeah, he was, really, he was a really good friend, yeah. He was, like, such a funny friend, too, because he, he didn't even hide that it was funny. Like, he was just, like, laughing and was like, damn, that's crazy. It was like, we got to go, we got to go to Mandel. And he would be like, which, he was like, which ones do you like? And I was like, these ones. And he was like, nah, nah, not those ones. And I was like, all right, all right. Remember, it was crazy. I remember I told my sister, and this is, this is some crazy shit, too, that I'm like, wow, I was a, I mean, like, you're a kid, like, clo- what the fuck is clothes? But, like, I was a fucking idiot for this. I, like, told my sister, who, like, my sister is a fucking G. I love her. I love Judy has, like, informed my life. Like, she's informed my life and my knowledge of hip-hop, of Brooklyn, of everything. Like, crazy. Best older sister. I tell her what happened, right? Because, like, I would always tell her, like, I'd be like, yo... I, mean, I learned how to fight because, like, I was like, I have a bully. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, I could get on that bus and beat that that kid's ass and go to jail. Or you can do it 
and I won't go to jail. And I was like, damn, I don't want you to go to jail. Like, she wasn't going to get on the fucking bus. <laughs> of course, she but, made like, a point. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I guess I got to do this so my sister doesn't go to jail, you know? So I, I told her about these shoes, and she's just like, word, got you. Calls her friend, Shawnee, uh, they give me a pair of the Prada America cups in middle school. In fucking middle school. What? Crazy. Crazy as hell. And like I wore them for the year, right? It was a it was a pair of um, gray and navy ones. And I wore them for the year. I, I was like, these shoes look dumb. Like when I was a kid, I was like, the fuck is this? Like the toe is shiny, but the, <laughs> the upper isn't. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And this big ass red tag. Like, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And I was like wearing it. And like, I was like, okay, nobody's fucking talking about my clothes anymore. Like, that's good. And I threw them out. Oh my out. god. And shout out to my sister. She never said anything about it. She was never like, yo, what the fuck? But like, very crazy. That's crazy. Very crazy. <laughs> so you but you did wear them for a whole year. Yeah, I wore them for a year. Interchanged with my white and red dunks. Those <laughs> shoes were like those shoes were super hot. They still are. Yes. Like it's like, yo. I, I was like, damn, I wish I had them. I could like sell them. Like it would like, be my wear size them. now. But like, yeah, I was like, yo what like i i just remember like the first time it registered to me when i was like watching like an asap mob an asap mob video because i mean like they informed how i not necessarily how i dressed like kind of like i was like okay like black people that are goth like that's crazy like they're like the the like yeah. street goth era and i was like yo this shit is sick like so, like, they informed that much. I was not wearing the, like, shorts and leggings, though. But, like, I remember, like, seeing the America's Cups and, like, registering that they were America's Cups. And I was like, yeah, the America's Cups are fire. And then being like, wait. Wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, yo, I threw those out. Like, that's crazy. Oh, my God, that's insane. My sister's so sweet for not being like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> like, where are those shoes? But yeah. Very crazy. Fashion is so important. Yeah, right. You're bullied about it. Yeah. You can tell what somebody is from it. Like, crazy. <laughs> crazy. As I a... know. I love it. I'm, I can't wait to see, like, the next pieces. Thanks. Like, in the series, they're like... Um, we'll put some we'll put some pieces up on the Instagram Hell so people yeah. can see it. Hell yeah. Christian, this has been so fun. Oh yeah, this has been so much fun. I love I I like love your work and I love what you're doing. Oh, thank and you. I'm super excited about what happens in the future. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Well, I guess I'll just see you tomorrow. <laughs> For sure. I'll be there. <laughs> Okay, see what I mean? That was Christian Moses. You can follow him on Instagram at at Sister Tomato. I'll put it in the post. And yeah, fun, right? Like I told you, I told you what it was going to be like. I warned you that you're going to fall in love with him. Oh, also, if there was like a time in the podcast where you're like, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, welcome to my life. Like I literally was like, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? all the time. What is that? 
Also, Christian may be the only person that truly understands um, the nuances of my style. We've literally shown up in the same outfit. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so that was Christian Moses. This is the Ceramics Podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, you want to drop drop them in the Instagram DMs to the Ceramics Podcast. Um, just to like give us something to talk about in Gus's absence. Okay, well, thanks so much. Rate and review it. I don't know, whatever. See you next time. Gus, seriously, you got to get back here soon. This is a disaster.